Hey, everybody, the Vintage Strength Games are coming to Clayton, North Carolina on June 2nd to the 4th. June 2nd to the 4th. Go to VintageStrengthGames.com for more information and to sign up. Also, make sure you go on Facebook and you join the Vintage Strength Games Facebook group. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, my special guest is Kyle Carnahan from Oceanside, California. He runs Superhuman Fathers. He is an elite transformation coach making superhuman fathers worldwide. How you doing, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, I always appreciate it, man. You, you're obviously doing some good shit, putting some good messages out. And uh, anytime you... Uh, give me an opportunity to blab about what I'm doing. I, I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I am very much intrigued by you. I've been kind of watching you for a little bit and um, I like connecting with people who I think are kind of similar to me. I mean, it's that the internet's a great thing for that, right? It is because when you're a niche fucking nut job like us, like your, your regular circle of people like, there's no one around that understands you. And, <laughs> right. Uh, bro, dude, the, the Instagram's amazing. The internet's amazing. I've gathered almost 500 of them in one place. And they're all my best friends. And, like, and we're just getting started. So, like, um, that's been <laughs> that's been insane for me. Yeah, so you, I mean, you're doing, uh, like, Navy SEAL-style workouts on the beach. You've got these guys out at, like, it looks like 4 o'clock in the morning. They're cold. They're, they got uh, shorts on, they're bare chested, doing push-ups. They're not doing anything that anybody would consider fun, but it looks like they're kind of having fun, like shoulder to shoulder, facing yeah, it, the charge, you know, heading into battle together. What's that all about? So that, like, the crazy thing is that was our first event we've we've ever done. Um, we, we, we're pretty new. We've been around two years, but um, – it feels like 20, to be honest with you. Like the, the amount of impact we've had is so insane. Um, but it's like anything, like you see someone's success and you overnight success, right? Well, I've been helping men transform for over a decade without ever thinking of it as a business or a structured system at all. So um, once I put it out to the world, it was all, it was just primed, you know? And so we have this event. And it's the same way I roll in life. It's the same way I roll on our roundtable Zoom calls. Like, I don't have a plan. I am the message because I live the fucking message. So I don't need a plan. I'm connected to infinite intelligence because I live such a disciplined life that, like, my whole life is to be in alignment with whatever the fuck that voice is. God, Jesus, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Like, I listen to that, and then I live according to that. And when you do that, you can hear it, you know? People call me fucking crazy for that, but um, look at my results, look at my life, look at my family, look at my bank account, look at my fucking body. Do you want to tell me that I'm fucking doing it wrong? <laughs> Show me some better results, right? Yeah, and you, I saw um, one of your recent Instagram posts. Uh, you're showing the before and after of a lot of your 
uh, clients and they are like getting ripped, man. They are going from jelly belly yeah, to bro. lean, mean fighting machines. So yeah, yeah. that's what people are looking for. So it looks like you got some kind of secret sauce or something like that. So, yeah, and, and that's what it is. It's like, it's, I, I have these guys tap in, tap into God. And, and, right. and call it whatever you will, I, I have my vernacular is changing over time. I, I, this is spiritual. That's what this is. Dude. Yeah, that's really interesting because a lot of people are afraid to, to kind of go there because they're afraid they're going to drive people away because they're getting all woo woo spiritual. <laughs> but I have a feeling your message is more like crusader type spiritual, right? Like be well, a man, yeah, get your yeah. sword. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, we're called to battle with ourselves. Yeah. And with evil and and uh, and listen, I don't prescribe to like a belief system. Um, I've I've recently been feeling the pull to Jesus, which I have fought tooth and nail for years, and then all of a sudden, somehow this little hook gets in me, and I'm like, "Am I am I really going this route? This is crazy." What was but the I, thing you were fighting against? I, I was raised in a in a box religion. I was raised Mormon, so I just, like, had that taste in my mouth, you know? Okay. But I started to, like, delete all that stuff and start fresh. And um, I would teach these men about the power of of sacrifice. I would even say, put put your addictions on the altar. Listen to that pole, that voice that is telling you to be a better man. What must you give up? What must you do? And when they would listen to it, they would step into power and their fat would just pour off and they would turn into these like Spartan warriors, you know? And so we're listening to this, this thing, this universe, this infinite intelligence. And I, I, I watched, I just watched so many men's lives change. And I, and I started kind of hearing a lot of the quotes of scripture and words of Jesus. And I would hear them and I'd look them up and I'd be like, God, he said that's so much better than me. I was like, it's all the same stuff I'm teaching. And I never even, and I don't even read the Bible. And I'm like, this guy, this yeah. guy was so tapped in, man. That's, that's how you know something's true, right? Yeah. Because you're yeah. doing it already. And then you go and read it and you go, well, that's. What I was already thinking. Well, where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. That's why I love this kind of adventure I'm on. And and the whole thing, the cool thing is, is like any like preconceived feelings or notions or ideas about what Jesus is or was religious wise, like I just deleted it. So now it's like this fully fresh magical experience for me. Um, and it, it's pretty cool. I, I came home the other day and I was like, I tell my wife, I go, hey, wait, uh, I believe in Jesus. And she's like, oh my God, here we go. Like, you're, she's like, you're so crazy, man. Like, I'm like, don't worry. I'm the same guy. I was, I'm listening to the same voice. It's, I've just been listening to it this whole time, you know? And um, I've been hanging out with uh, the Wake Up Warrior guys. That's like another men's group. And Garrett White went through this whole thing too. Same thing. So this is pretty common, I think, in the men's space because I feel like uh, a lot of like leaders of men are called they have this pole to lead men. They don't know where it's from. And they kind of just feel it. And they're they're listening and acting. And at some point, they make the crossover and they realize who's talking to them. You know? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And uh, something I'd like to think about, too, is let, let's just take the concept of the devil or a demon, right? I love it. If, yeah. if, if let's say somebody has an alcohol addiction, right? Yeah. I yeah. don't know what they do in I, I gotta be careful what I'm saying here, but I, I don't know what they do in Alcoholics Anonymous, but I 
I don't think it's the same thing. Like it's a part of you. Like alcoholism is a part of you. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm Fred. I'm an alcoholic, Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then you live with your disease. But yeah. if you, if that's a demon instead, if you say your alcoholism is a demon, then that's external and you can yeah. punch it in its face and you yeah. can stab <laughs> it and kill it yeah. and walk away from the body. Yeah. I, I love that terminology. Uh, like, I really love that. That's like, because we're, we're, we talk about killing our old selves a lot. We talk about my, my old demon. His name was Slim Shaky. And like, like literally, I would talk about this demon, this zombie, this fucking zombie that was inside me called Slim Shaky. And he'd make me all nervous and doubt myself and shit. And that's what they called me in the firehouse when I first started as a fireman 15 years ago because my hands would shake. I was, I was unsure. I couldn't make decisions really well. So they called me Slim Shaky. And, uh, and the, the slim shaky came from they, when I was on probation. They had me do this rap, and the rap. I'm a musician, so I fucking came with it. And they were like, "Holy shit, this guy brings it!" But I'm reading my lyrics, and my hands are shaking while I'm reading the lyrics, fucking annihilating this rap. They're like, "This that slim shaky, dude, all the way." So, and then like three years into my career, I had a guy come up to me, and he's like, "Bro, where's Slim Shaky?" I go, "What do you mean?" He's like. You fucking killed him, bro. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I think I did. And then I thought for a second, I was like, no, he's a, that dude's a fucking zombie. I'm like, I kill that guy every morning when I wake up. Like, I wake up and he's, he's like right by my bed. He's like, yeah, you know, I got to fucking curb stomp him every morning. Get yourself some sandbags or some weight vests or some cool fitness apparel at, freedomstrength.us go to freedomstrength.us when you make your purchase use the discount code smn10 to receive your discount um and so that was like a big lesson with my men of like the guys would name their fucking demon and then and then when they would start feeling like a bitch in the morning when the alarm goes off it's like i'm gonna kill that fucker right now you know now you're still on the job I'm on a leave of absence. I've been out for like 10 months. I got like two months to decide whether I'm going to go back on the truck or not. Um, oh, you're old truck guy, huh? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's hard because like I miss it, but at the same time, like it's hard work. I just don't, I don't need to go back. Yeah. And then it would take from my business and my family. Uh, I mean, we fucking brought in over a million dollars last year in superhuman fathers. So like, I don't need to fucking go back. Um, you know, I got a team now, uh, I would love to do it all, but at the same time, it's almost like going backwards for me right now. Um, but yeah, I'm like part of me is like, dude, it'd be so rad to fucking go hit up the truck a couple of days a week and then run the business. And then, but I got five kids, man. And I got a wife that it's already hard enough to connect enough with your, with your family. So I'm kind of torn. I might go back for like four weeks, try it out, see what it's like. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. Maybe just wait for some chief to light me up and then just be like, I'm fucking out. Just quit quit dramatically. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. So let's go back a little bit. You said you you started helping people about 10 years ago um, and you were just doing it. Like, what, what was it? Was it your experience as Slim Shaky that kind of taught you something? I was a huge part of it, like escaping that demon. And then seeing it in others, because I would have like, 
it was two sides. Like I'd have new guys come in the fire department, you know, and I would see their nerves and their self doubt. And I was like, Oh, I can excel this process. So then I'd start to talk to them and I could almost cure them in like a 20 minute conversation. And I was like, there's some magic here. Like I would watch them just get fired up and I would watch their fucking demon die while during the conversation. And then, then I would just keep up with them and we would stay in touch and I would just kind of coach them through this shit. And I was like, fuck, that was a lot harder for me to get rid of mine. Cause I was trying to figure it out. And I didn't have somebody right. pointed out to me and to help me through the process. I just had fucking assholes who would just crush me and make fun of me and humiliate me in front of other people, which they thought they were doing a good thing. And at the time, I'm glad they did because I had to go through that shit, which gave me some fucking alligator skin. Now I really don't give a fuck because I've been abused <laughs> as a grown man. And uh, I love those guys, you know, but yeah. now I'm in a place where I can look at a situation where a guy's struggling and I can see through his weakness and I can see how powerful he is. And then I can show him like very easily how powerful he is and then give him the steps he needs to take to light up his life, you know? So now when did you develop it into the type of business that you have now? When did it go from just, you know, pep talks to actually like full scale operation where you got guys on the beach doing these workouts and stuff? Yeah. So um, I started putting guys at work on an app and I was I had a basically a training business at work. I just didn't really know that it was that. My wife had a personal training business. I was like, what app do you use? And I just, I bought that app and just had firemen on there. So I was just running it. And then I had a coach. Um, I was like trying to get into entrepreneur stuff and learn how to run businesses and shit. And I had a supplement company and I was trying, I was just learning. And I had a coach that was like, bro, don't you have like the app? Aren't you training people? I was like, yeah, but that's just for the fire department. And he was like, dude, do you not see what's right in front of your face? I was like, what? And he's like, he's like, dude, you have an Instagram called Superhuman Fathers. He's like, that is a hundred million dollar brand. Like, make a fucking move. And then it, finally it sank in and I just like put it out on the Instagram. And it was like 30 guys right away signed up. And then it was fucking 106 months later and we're almost at 500 guys now two years in so these are 500 guys um some of them worldwide all all just mostly entrepreneurs firemen military police and then some scattered other jobs salespeople, things like that are some of these people been hanging on since the beginning like they're yeah. long term yeah yeah so so there's something there that keeps delivering that they're like yeah i'm i'm staying i'm staying on board yeah, because we don't yo-yo. And and once we once we get somewhere, like once once we reach a certain level of discipline, um, we don't go backwards. So there's no like, oh man, I just gotta do this for 90 days and then I'm done. It's like, no motherfucker, you commit for life with us. Right. We're committed for life to for constant progress forever. And so when you start slipping, the brothers are like, hey bitch, the fuck? What are you doing, bro? Get your shit together. Your family needs you. Your kids need you. We need you. And so they come back to us, you know? So we don't lose, we don't lose a lot of guys. And are you uh, making – do people have to show up uh, for, the, for the meet? No, that, that, was a, that was just like I just wanted to do an event. 
And okay. I was like, like our Zoom calls, we do seven a week, seven opportunities to meet with the brotherhood with different curriculum. We have a marriage mastery call. We have a call called Assholes Anonymous. Uh, we have our Transformation Tuesday. We read a book every Wednesday. We have a group specifically for first responders. We have a group for the real fat guys, anybody over 250. And then we have the Order of the Warrior Monk, which is guys who have like really dedicated themselves. And that's invite only. That's my personal group um, that I'll invite guys into. So we have a lot of opportunity to meet with the Brotherhood. And then this event, I opened it up to 20 people only. That was it. So that filled up. And um, honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was just like, I've been to a lot of events and, and, um, and I, I had, I had some things planned ish, you know, meals and we were going to surf. I, I got a bunch of surfboards and wetsuits and shit, but, uh, I like to let stuff just be guided, man. And those guys showed up and, uh, they'll never be the same. Those, those, those men will never be the same that came to that meeting. Um, it was the most powerful event I've ever been to in my life. So for me, like, I got to look in the mirror and be like, you're fucking made for this. Like, made for this. And and that that is my superpower is being one-on-one -on -one with, a, with a group of men and giving them a, a life-changing event. Now, you said um, you have – so you have a call every day, basically, that people can be part of. So do you have a, a team working with you? Yeah. That are handling each of these calls, ex except you're doing the – the uh i'm sorry yeah, I, I do i do the marriage mastery call on saturdays assholes anonymous i'm on the tuesday transformation tuesday night calls my brother who's the, the president of the company and my head coach runs um the wednesday night i have the head of the vikings those are the big guys that's ox he's he runs the vikings i run the order of the warrior monk and then chris my head trainer who uh who's also a fireman he runs the first responder call on Fridays. And then we just opened up another call with one of our guys who's just a really high-level entrepreneur who's been very, very successful at extremely high level, um, who does a business hot seat for our guys who either want to start businesses or grow or grow and expand their businesses. Um, okay. So is it a think tank almost? Like people are bringing, throwing their experience on the table. Somebody's going to have an answer for one of your problems. Yeah, like – my brother will come with a message and then I'll share whatever message is on my heart. And then uh, once you get your face melted off by that, you can't help but speak up. So guys, the, the hands just go. And then we just talk to our guys for the rest of the hour, hour and a half. Yeah. And so uh, you, you could get information or interact with the group on these calls. Uh, there might be somebody going through a similar experience um, that they could say, Hey, look, bro, I'm, I'm like a year ahead of you on this. And this is what I did. And you could get to this point. Oh, that's fantastic. That's exactly right. And the, and here, like we're wide open, wide open, man. Like you fucking cheat on your wife. You tell the brotherhood you're hooked on cocaine. Tell the fucking brotherhood. You still go to adxclub.com to purchase a steel mace or a steel club. That's adjustable made right here in the United States some fucking money we just had a guy go to jail for selling drugs wow and uh and we're like bro you fucking idiot like we got your back dude like if you need me in court like i've seen you show up here for six months like four times crying on these calls always being honest with us to the t 
like the judge needs to know this, you know? So, and then we have guys that are crushing it that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars on that same call that are helping these guys out too. So. Wow. That's gotta be, yeah, I see there's a humbling experience. I mean, when you're one of these guys that are crushing it and you see a guy who's going through a cocaine problem or something, he's, he's thinking to himself like, Oh, that could easily be me. Yes. And so yeah. it brings you yeah. down and then it says, okay, how can I reach out? And then you're speaking about faith, you know, faith in Jesus or uh, some higher power. And what does that always, you know, teach us? It teaches us that anybody at any time is going to fall. Yeah. 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 And I don't care what people's beliefs are when they come in um, because I've been all over the board the last couple of years. So like someone, what I'm listening, like someone wants to share from a book, a quote, a scripture from anything, like I'm going to listen and learn from it. Or I don't care. I don't care what you believe or where it's from. I will support you in what you feel is right. That's it. Because I cannot receive messages for you. So like, what the fuck do I know about your life? Nothing. All I can do is support the messages that you're receiving from above. And so if somebody's like, man, I, I feel this attachment to Buddha. I'm like, fucking go for it, dude. Ride that all the way. I'm 100% in support of you. People are like, you're not a real Christian. Correct. I am not. Correct. Yeah. Well, that's that's a whole other can of worms. I mean, you could get into the I think you're right. The the spirituality of one person doesn't matter on these planes because I think really what do you what are you looking for? People that believe in the golden rule, pretty much, right? Yeah, and then I believe people's paths will lead them to the truth. Yeah. So just Roll with how you feel. You're being guided there for a reason. And if you feel guided somewhere, go and and explore. There's no, you know, if we're talking like infinite time, like the, there's no timeline here. It doesn't matter. It's just if you're if you're feeling and listening and acting, that's what matters. And so when guys are telling me how they feel. I cannot argue with that. You know, and then you get guys that start coming in Bible thumping. I know, and I know, and I know. Get the fuck out of here with your I knows. You don't know shit. You have faith and you feel something. And that's it. That's all you can share. And so I, I don't I don't put up very well with people coming in and trying to force their beliefs on someone else. Um, because in the end, we're all just going with like our own experiences. Yeah. Now when you when these people are going through your course here, there's uh, physical fitness involved, right? There's diet. Yeah, yeah um, they got to do certain workouts every day. We give, we teach them how to think like us nutritionally, so that they can do this for life. Because, as you know, most people, man, they don't. They get on a meal plan, all detailed and tight, and then as soon as they're sick of it, they go back to their old ways, and then they gain forty pounds back, and they're like showing pictures of when they were ripped at one time. Yeah, and and I think. You, you learn a lot about yourself uh, in these processes, which is how it doesn't matter where your path of spirituality is. Everybody winds up on this, the same path. You're, you're uh, adjusting your diet a certain way. So you might be fasting. You have yep. to have discipline. You have to have yep. discipline to show up at the gym. You have to push yourself, right? Everybody is doing the same thing. Yep. That's it. And, and I say tie, Powerful spiritual to be belief to your to your day to day activities. So, like, 
if I can get you to believe that there is great spiritual power and guidance in following through with what you said you would do, living in integrity with character, that that's how you live in power, then you will follow through. And the cool thing is, is that's true. So all I got to do is get you to take some steps of faith and realize that all this chasing of pleasure and sedating you've been doing has been keeping you in this, this dark pit of weakness. And once you finally get the balls to step out into the darkness and start moving, you realize, oh, the fire I was looking for was on the other side of this addiction or this thing that was holding me back or this pleasure chasing that I've been doing, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. And with, with that, the, the seeking of pleasure, is there, is there a, like, you don't do it at all? Like always stave off from seeking pleasure or is there a little bit allowed? Like how does a person <laughs> a adjust question. to this? Like they come into your, 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 school of thought and you're like hey man listen you got to chill out with the with the drinking with the porn with this and yeah. now he goes hard into this like monk modest mo uh, like a monk style kind of life and his yeah. family's like uh what happened to dad he's just yeah. sits there right what how do you adjust to this well first of all dad ain't gonna sit there he's gonna be bringing some fucking fire and heat to his kids and his wife and he's going to be more present than he's ever been in his life. And they're going to feel a vibration coming from him that gives you a better high than anything they've ever experienced in their life. That's what happens when you go that route. But let's be real. You push a man too hard, he'll break. Yeah. It's like throwing 415 on the back squat. The dude hasn't squatted in a year. And it's like, hey, squat that shit. He's going to snap his ankles and his knees. Can't do that. So this is a progressive overload principle. And this is, this is all, this is very much based on understanding and compassion. And so there is no shame here. There is just a path. And, uh, and you let it happen when it happens just through effort and showing up. I tell my guys, don't worry about anything. Just show up and be around us and we'll just love you. We don't care what you do or what you don't do. There's no dogma here. Zero. This is not a religious fucking cult. This is us loving you and helping you to get to where you want to go and accepting you where you are and then turning up the volume and supporting you very slowly, you know, because people come in with like a two out of 10 discipline and understanding this desire to be a hard motherfucker. Like you got to want it. And for a while you're going to want cupcakes and, and beer more than you want to be a badass motherfucker because you're addicted to that shit. And in those, you, you say you want it, but in the moment when you have to sit in your suffering and deny yourself, you're like, shit, is it worth it? Well, the only way to find out it's worth it is to fuck it up enough and then to take some steps in the dark of faith enough to where you start to feel the difference and go, oh, there is a disparity here. There's something here. Like what he's saying makes sense. And you start taking little baby steps. Like, you know, as I always say, okay, well, maybe I start getting up a little earlier and, 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 and I get enough time to hit the gym. Like that feels good. I feel powerful. This is great. Now I may be counting my numbers and my macros and I'm having these moments where I want to eat that fucking donut, but it doesn't fit in my numbers. And I'm like, I'm not going to eat it. I'm, I'm going to hit my numbers. And you do that for like two weeks. You start to lose weight, feel good. And you're like, there's something to this sacrifice thing. And you're like, well, where else can that work in my life? You're like, how do I do that with my wife? Yeah. You're like, how do I show up for her? 
And it's like, well, she she always telling me that 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 I don't that she feels disconnected from me. Well, well, what if I connect with her? And you're like, man, that feels uncomfortable. Like to to really connect with my wife. Guys get real uncomfortable to have this like we have this pride crust that we got to break through where we sit with our wife and look at her in the eyes and just tell her how amazing she is and how much she means to us and how much we love her and, and talk about the future and the past and just have these really powerful spiritual conversations with your wife that we haven't done because it's uncomfortable because we built up all this weird pride and resentment over the years. Therein lies the squat rack representation with your wife. We learn to suffer. We learn to be uncomfortable. Also in your leadership with your teams, like a lot of guys are people pleasers and they're afraid to Go to sleepymonkeytrainingacademy.com to turn your pain into power. Speak up in front of people and tell them how the fuck it is and how they feel and what they need to do. And then behind their back, they talk shit. Fuck that guy. You know, I should just fire him. He's such an asshole. But in their face, they're like, Oh, we'll work it out. You know, it's okay. No, no problem. No problem. You know, uh, you know, well, I'll do it. I know. And then they, then they motherfucking behind their backs. Like this is all shit that you learn through st starting to be disciplined and listening. You know, those are just like three examples of like the hundreds of ways that your life changes when you start just putting shit on the altar, your fears, your addictions, all the things holding you back, getting you in your way. Then you just, it's one at a time over time. I've been hyper-focused on this for like 12 years. Do you have uh, young guys as clients? And yeah. are they are they different than the older guys nowadays? You know what I'm you know what I'm getting at? They say like the the young guys, they don't know what it means to be tough and stuff like that. I feel like that's doing a disservice to them. It's like yeah. getting them, it's really putting them in a hole, right? I, I would say like our young guys that come in, uh our youngest guy is a 17-year-old kid, but uh, I think our our next youngest guy is 23. And um, he, he just craves it. He grew up in a rough neighborhood around gangs. Um, had, a, had a dad that worked really hard, but never really connected or like taught him anything. Just was gruff and just made, went and did labor and then came home. Um, and so he's seeking what he feels around us. He's like, what is this? What is this feeling here? Like there's something different. Um, this kid came to my event. My event was three grand. He don't got three grand, dude. He just fucking made it happen. He's doing Walmart deliveries and, and painting. And then I got guys that are making money. They're like three grand. That's too much. I'm like, well, you're going to fucking miss out, bro. Enjoy not having the life change. And then you got like this 23 year old kid who's all in. He had the most incredible experience because he was committed. And um, that kid's going to make a fuck ton of money, by the way. He's a very skilled kid. And I, I gave him some fucking blueprints that are going to blow him up. So, but like, so yeah, we have young kids and then we have guys up to 79 years old. That's great. So you get that diversity there. The, you get the, the young guys who, are, who got the fire under their asses, but they don't really have the wisdom. And then you got the old guys who are like, yeah, I know where you've been before. And I, he, they got the wisdom. And then there's that nice mix, like a, like a real tribe. It is a real tribe, man. It is. Now, do, are, are, is that what we really are? Are we just tribes at the end of the day? 
Yeah, if you don't, I mean, honestly, if you don't have a tribe, like, you're going to struggle. You're just going to struggle. There's, it's, there's nothing like being part of something like this where you're all working towards a common goal of, of building each other um, for a bet, hope for a better future. Because if you don't have a hope for a better future, then neither does your wife. And she's sitting there going like, is this, is this it? This is, this is where we die. You know, like the greatest gift you can give your wife is a better future. And so the best way to give your wife a better future, hope for a better future is to continually progress yourself, you know, always bringing home something new to her, something exciting, something visionary leadership. Wow. So when you're bringing something new, when you're bringing something new home, to to the wife it could be anything it, it's it's just um your desires and your passions for a better future yeah yeah and and just like your ability to be more present would be something new you know um taking her on a date and planning it yourself and surprising her would be something new um, uh-oh planning it yourself that's where yeah. that's where yeah. you go to the group and say guys i gotta take my wife out i don't know what to do <laughs> right yeah they yeah, help you, you. Yeah, like if you're not anyone listening to this who's not planning your own dates, um, that's why your wife is not jumping on you or giving you BJ's. Right there. <laughs> that's why. That's the key. Plan that shit. I'll tell you right now, send her a love text every morning, plan every Friday night date, and I call it getting weird every day. Get weird, get uncomfortable. Have that moment where you look at her and you tell her how much you love her and appreciate her and and just connect. Do those three things, your entire marriage will completely change. Even those of you who are like at when your your marriage is on death's doorstep, start doing that and wake up every morning, go to the gym, watch your nutrition, focus on your emotional responses. You do all those things, your whole world changes. There you go. That's that. That's that's all you need to know. You're done. Yeah, and that it sounds simple, right? It sounds simple, but I know that it's all a lot of effort. Yeah, it's not easy. A lot of battling yourself, your laziness, your yeah. your doubts, and everything. So yeah. when people want to get involved with you, this is what they're gonna learn to contend with, right? How do what's the process for people to contact you and and you know get involved? Yeah, you can um, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Superhuman Fathers. That's where uh, we put messages out every day. We have a YouTube, Superhuman Fathers, as well. Uh, if you're interested in joining, go to superhumanfathers.com, or you can go to the link in my bio. Um, and then also, I have a phone number you can text that's all over my Instagram. Um, and that's me. Anytime you DM me or text me, it's me. It's not some fucking person pretending to be me. I hate that bullshit. Yeah, that's what I did. I DM'd you. I said, yeah. you want to be on the podcast? And I got you right away. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Th that's awesome. Now, are you planning on doing another one of these uh, beach events that we spoke about earlier? Yeah. We're, we're planning on doing an event a month. So it'll be men and then women. My wife has a, has a group called Warrior Mom Fitness. And so a lot of the guys' wives who are in Superhuman Fathers, their wives are in Warrior Mom Fitness. Oh, wow. They were all pissed. They're like, "Where's our event?" I was like, Wait, "You better step up because the ladies are getting frisky." So she's planning that event, and then we're gonna do a couples event 
uh, one every quarter as well. So we'll be doing one a month, um, starting probably in uh, third quarter of this year. Okay. And you said that it's about $3,000 for per person. Yeah. Right now that's, that's probably what we'll do. Three grand per person for the event. And then couples will probably be like five or six. Not sure how we're going to put that together uh, just yet. And what do people actually get for that? Uh, they get their fucking mind blown. So, you know, the funny, funny thing is like, we called it surfcation, but it was like, we surf for like an hour a day. Like, the, the rest of the time we're doing some some deep work let me just put it this way i had a room full of 20 guys um ugly crying for two hours everywhere really? nobody was immune like we got you and you made them cry all of them like uncontrollable like baby fucking crying wow yeah probably guys that have never cried in their fucking life since they were a little kid you're not afraid of scaring people away with that? Men don't want to cry. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You don't want to be here? Then get out of here. I will literally like light your life on fire and I will I will get you so connected to God and your wife and I I will get your body changed and how is that? How is that? Cuz I'm not afraid to go there myself. That's why. And I'll go there right in front of you. I will cry my eyes out in front of my men. Like I will be as open and vulnerable as a man can be. Like just fucking naked in the wind, dude. Like, this is very epic. When I think about it now, you got a room with these guys that they're crying. How much energy you have to bring to the table for this kind of thing, right? Because, I mean, you got one guy crying, and you could be wiped out for the rest of the day, right? You're, here, you are just like charging hard. What? How do you do it? Like, where does your energy come from? Purpose tank. It's endless. So when you pull from that tank, when you learn to pull from that tank, then it's endless energy. Bro, my ass is up at 245 every fucking morning. 245? Yeah, into a fucking cold shower and uh, off to the races. Wow. What time and do you go to bed? It's not that crazy. So at 930, I try to be asleep by 930. So if you do the math, it's not that nuts. But I'm disciplined with my bedtime, disciplined with my wake-up time. And uh, – that way I can get some work done in the morning and then I go to the gym with my wife and my two sons at 5.30 a.m. before school. And uh, and then and then, and then it's work time and then right around 5.36, everybody's home and then the rest of the day is just focused on the family and uh, trying to get my 10 minutes with each kid and um, making sure I'm connecting with them every day. All right. So it sounds like your your social media time is connected with your work time. Yeah, usually the early, early morning is where I do most of my social media stuff. And then I have, I actually now, I used to do all my own stuff. Now I have this partner in crime, dude. He's so rad. He follows me around, films all our shit. Then he cuts the reels now and then sends them to me. I write the copy and then he posts it. So I don't edit anything anymore other than I give him ideas. Like I gave him the idea of like, I heard that song, uh, Better Man from... Judah and the Lion or whatever on the radio. I, and I just text him. I go, bro, we have to make a reel of the guys at the beach doing the fucking burpees with this song. And then one of my other guys sent me a voice text. That was the most powerful shit I ever heard in my life. And I sent it to him. I'm like, dude, put this over that. I'm like, I got to see this. And then he puts it together, sends it to me. And then I'm like, that's it. Like, that's it. That's like the most inspiring shit I ever seen in my life. So I get it, to like... 
Plays Fantastic how that all happens. It like just kind of spontaneously happened, right? But having somebody to take care of all that video stuff is huge because I mean, I've done a lot of that stuff myself. When you put your mind and attention on that, it saps away your creative energy for other things. It it really does, especially when it's not your forte and you have to learn. It bogs you down. So I having four hours a day before I got this guy, I didn't get this guy till like two months ago. That's why I was getting up at 245 because I'd have to put three hours in just to create my social media right. every morning before I could go to the gym. Yeah. You know, the, the expectations for quality social media is so ridiculous. You know, like people are putting out such good, well-polished material. And what's sad is, if you're a regular guy that doesn't really do that, but you got a good product, yeah, people overlook you just because you don't have a flashy thumbnail or yeah. you know, like awesome, like you know, somebody with the uh, the video camera walking around you and everything. You know, like it just people don't give you a shot, and that's that's it. And I I wish more people would realize, like, wait a minute, it's not all about that. They're just throwing their hat in the ring, saying, "Hey, look, I'm over here too." You should look yeah. at them. Yeah, here's what I've learned, though. Like, if your message is very vulnerable and authentic, you can cut through some of that bullshit. I mean, yeah, I, I, I all my stuff was pretty amateur, and we were already doing seven figures just from Instagram, you know? Uh, see, that's important. So if anybody's tying in with you, they know that they don't have to be some superstar movie maker. Yeah, heart. Yeah. Heart. Right. Yeah. Even a lot of my reels that are the most popular reels that, that had the most people come join us were just me talking into the camera. And then I just used the captions from Instagram that are already there. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what the vibe I got off of you when I came across you. Um, like just you talking, seeing the group, the group thing, uh, a lot of your other stuff. It wasn't really fancy, but uh, there was definitely something there. And yeah. I'm a father, and it's it's very appealing. But, you know, um, I'd like to point out to people, especially parents, that we are headed for uncertain times. Yep. And it's really good for the men to start behaving like real men, isn't it? So much so. Because uncertain times when you are led by real men are, are just fun. Yes. It's just, just more war. It's, it's another battle that we've been preparing for. Right. You know, it's like a Marine who's been in training – and he's he's hungry for battle because he's been training and training and training and training. He's like, put me in, like get me get me on the front lines. You know, if you have that mindset in your life where you're always manufacturing some hardship, keeping your mind fresh, like you're you know shit's coming and you're ready to rise when it does. Yeah, I think a lot of men are um, scared to tap into that primal. Yeah, feeling right. I mean, we're all all men are are designed to go to battle uh, on some yeah. level. Yeah, I think they think that you, they have to be assholes to be that or mean or something. But what they don't know is like you have to have both sides. Like you you have to be you have to be like a really sweet, loving, compassionate man. Um, but when the time comes, you have to be able to rip fucking heads off. Yeah, necessary. You know, yeah. for for good. You know? Yeah, that's that's something that I guess our ancient ancestors were it was easy to learn, 
right? You, you're a kid growing up. They put a bow and arrow in your hand. They give you a yeah. sword, and they say, "Act like these these dudes over here," and that's what you did. But now, yeah. you know, kids watching his dad. You know, he's maybe an engineer or something like that, and he's just solid, but he's not really doing any like violence, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Or just like yeah, getting up, not really taking care of himself. Kind of dad bod goes to work, comes home. Hi, kids. Has a beer, watches Netflix, goes to sleep. It's like fucking robot. Yeah, I think kids pick up on that. They say, "What kind of cycle of life is that?" Right. That, that sucks, dude. And then kids want adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your dad's trying to tell you some stuff, and you're like, "I don't want to be like you. you your life sucks, dude." You know, <laughs> but like that. Yeah, that's but I earned six figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like you can't ever. You got to stay that kid, man. You got to stay the kid, and um, and like tap into that creativity. I never lost that. I never lost the kid ever. I never lost the creativity. I never lost the idea that pops in. And be like, holy shit, we could do this. We gotta try this shit. Let's go ride bikes. Let's go do jumps. You know what I mean? Like I, I've never lost that. That's how this shit was built. It was a fucking idea. It was a stupid cockamamie idea. I still have all kinds of crazy ideas. Like I'm like. Tell my wife, I'm like, let's go buy this fucking mansion on the hill, and then we'll do our events at this mansion every month. And then I'm like, I'm like, and and then I I, I came up with this idea of like the the modern monk movement. I was like, all our guys that are with us, they want to help us spread the message. So let's let's make affiliates where like these guys can make money bringing new guys in, and um, and then I can teach them how to build their own personal brands. And then if they want to build their own shit, I'll send them to the coaches that helped me. And like, when then you just take action. And then when you take action with shit, shit grows, you know? And I don't care if it works or not. I don't care. I just do shit. And if there's the result I'm looking for, then great. If not, then I learn some shit. I just don't care. Yeah. I, I think it's one fun. of the cool things about trying stuff like that is getting the, the people involved. And then just you develop relationships with people. Like you, people overlook that all the time. Like, yeah, we, we we tried this plan. We we tried to open up a gym and it failed within a year. But look, you got you got eight new friends that you went through that together. You might not ever yeah. have another business again, but you could all go out for drinks and pizza and and have friendships. Yep, it, it's it's the best thing in the world. And then especially if you can like, like if I can help a guy take my path that I did and build something amazing that like fucking makes him a million dollars and changes his life like and then get him fucking ripped like that's the best like i've sent i've gotten guys ripped and then i've sent them to like my coaches that i started with um wes watson is my fucking man like that's the dude and and then i'll watch them go through that path and like start creating something amazing and making money and I'm like, fuck, dude, look, look what happened. Wes, Wes hooked me up, taught me some shit. Um, I was able to take that, change someone else's life, put them on a path. And then it's like to be part of that cycle of people just people's expansion is like the most beautiful thing to me. Yeah, it's it's very rewarding, to say the least. So much so. Like, and I mean, there's just nothing that gives me more purpose in this life than that. Now, do you provide workout plans for people? Is but and this guy Wes, he's like one of your specialized coaches. Is that how how it works? Well, he's he's my personal coach. Oh, okay, okay, he got taught, it. He's the one who told me to do this. Like, right. he like this wouldn't exist if it wasn't for that dude. 
Like, oh, wow. I, owe, I owe that guy everything, man. So here you are coaching people, and you go to a coach. and I have multiple coaches. Okay. Wes Watson, these are my guys right now. Wes Watson, Garrett White, and Andy Elliott. Those three are my trifecta. Those guys are monsters in, in just life, in family, in business. And I just soak up everything from them. And then I get to soak up their power, and then I get to give it to my men. Yeah, so – what is that effect? I, this is a common thing. I've been, you know, I, I coach people and I, and I love going to coaches. It's like you're, uh, I feel like every time I, I go back to a coach, I take some of my experience, but I humble myself. I say, no, no, I'm your student. I'm not going to tell you how to run me. You yeah. run me. But you, you kind of know a little bit more because you've been coaching other people. And there's this effect that occurs. It's almost like, it's almost like a, a 10 times effect. Yes. Yeah. It's the mastermind effect, man. It's like, cause plus like, it's, it's like what you're talking about is like someone wants to learn sales. So they read a bunch of sales books and then they go to sell and they're shitty salesmen. It's like, I read all these books. So it's like, you should have went and sold for a year, then read the books. Then it would all made sense to you, you know? So there's something with that there too. And plus like, I'll never hire a coach that isn't so far ahead of me that like, is like, God level ahead of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they have to have results that make me look like just an absolute peon. Otherwise I have, I have no interest in hiring them. And yeah. that's how people should look at me too. Like I should be far, much farther ahead of them or else it ain't going to do any good. Some of these coaching companies, it's like people have a coaching cert and they work for the company and I'm going to be your accountability coach. And that's cool. I just have zero interest in that. Like I want to actually learn from the source of the, the creators themselves that have that level of belief and manifestation power that, that I want, you know? Now, does everybody need a super tough coach like you or, um, everybody's got a different voice. Like people resonate with different people. That's why it's like, there's no real competition. It's like, yeah, well, there's a lot of abund abundance in the coaching space with people because like people, some people are going to hear me and they're going to be like, Fuck that guy. I have zero interest in even like, like I hate that guy. I hope he dies in a fiery car crash. Like you're gonna either hate me or you're gonna love me, and that's okay. Like I really don't mind. I understand. I understand my message is different, and I understand that it's gonna rub people like sandpaper. Yeah. And okay, I literally do not take offense to it. Yeah, well, what I'm hearing, Kyle, is that you're genuine. Because, I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there, like, they're just a, trying to soak up as much clients like a sponge. They'll almost, they'll almost play every angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or tell and, people how easy it's going to be. Right, right. And, and, and they don't want to drive away anybody. But what you're saying is, like, look, some people are just not going to like me. So yeah. what? That's I mean, the I way life works. Like when I get on a call with someone and they're like, I'm ready. And I'm like, all right, you're going to be fucking hungry. And like, you're going to get up early because you're going to get your workout in before work. And they're like, well, I want to do it after. And I'm like, you have kids in a business. You're not going to fucking do it after and work with me. You understand? Like, this is how we're going to roll. Otherwise, you're going to go find a different coach. So like, there's certain things that I'm going to have them do. There's a box, right? Within that box, there's a lot of movement space, you know? And, uh, like some guys go to work at four thirty in the morning. 
maybe they do have to work work out after. But under normal circumstances, one of our principles is you do not steal time from your business or your family for your workouts. So we we live that principle. And if I'm going to be your coach, there's certain things I'm going to stick to. I'm going to tell you to do. And if you don't like it, kick bricks, right? Go somewhere else. It's yeah. okay. I'm not mad at you. It just yeah. means it just means two things. One, you're probably a pussy and not willing to do the work. It's probably the case. Uh, or two. You, you just don't like my voice. That's okay. Some people just don't like my voice. You know? Well, I could tell you just out of personal experience, I've, you know, this is like a confession, but I've had clients where they start telling me kind of like what they want to do and I cater to that. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. All right. We've yeah. all done it. It doesn't, it doesn't end well. It doesn't help anyone. Yeah. No, because you know, like, no, this person needs to be doing this and instead they want to do that. And I'm just telling them that. So that way I keep them as a client. And then yeah. after that, the whole relationship is compromised. Yeah. You you have to stay in power as a coach and you have to, you cannot hang on to the money as your decision maker. Like if you do that, you, you become their bitch and a coach who is your bitch is not a good coach at all. Like he has to be willing to burn it all down for, for character and integrity's sake. And like, I've had to do that a lot. Guys call me, chew me out this happened and this happened and I don't like this. And I'm like, first of all, never fucking talk to me again like that. Or we're done. Um, I'll push the button right now. You want your money back? We're fucking done here. Like we're going to speak to each other in, with respect. I would never talk to you like that. So I would expect you to never talk to me like that again. Are we clear? And if they're like, fuck you, then they're like, there's your 15 grand back or whatever the fuck they paid, yeah. you know? And, uh, and that's okay. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. You know, yeah, they're uh, either frustrated and they're kind of venting, so you, you settle them down with that, or usually they settle down, yeah. But if they do say, you know, if they get if they double down on it, then they just want an escape, they, they don't want to be there anyway, right? Yeah. Bye, bye, you're not coachable, yeah. Goodbye. If you could talk sensibly to somebody and they can't appreciate that, then what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, and and the, the underlying principle here is like when you talk hard to people, they have to know that you love them. Like they have to feel this vibrating love from you and then you can speak truth and they'll listen. But if you're just doing it because you're a fucking dick, like it's not going to work. That's a good skill to have. It is because if I'm trying to jerk off my own ego by being hard on this guy, then I'm fucked. It's not going to work. It will not work. I'll drive everyone away. But like these, my men know that I'll slip my throat for them. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm there with them and I'm doing this with them too. Like whatever they're struggling with, I'm purposely putting myself in a position where I'm struggling more. And they know that. And so we're in this fight together. That's the key. Lead by example, lead with love, and then speak the truth. That's a beautiful thing, Kyle. Uh, before we go, can you just please uh, tell everybody your information one more time so they can get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, so superhumanfathers.com superhumanfather at superhumanfathers um, on Instagram superhumanfathers on YouTube and then I will give you my uh, phone number right here 760-277-7219-760-277-7219 shoot me a text I'm right on the other side of that phone it's right here you want to talk to me I'm right here. Call Kyle right now.
And if it's 245, it's all right because he's getting up. Yeah, I mean, if it's not, if you need me, I'm here. <laughs> and uh, make sure that you follow Kyle and just check him out. Even if you're just curious, uh, you're not sure yet, I'm sure you'll see some good stuff that'll pique your interest. Kyle, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. This was cool. Do come back again. Uh, and, you know, let me know if you're ever going to come to the East Coast to do one of those things. Because I live at the Jersey Shore. And, you know, I mean, that would be fun just to, like, hook up with you and your crew. So For sure. For sure. Yeah. We got a lot of guys on the East Coast. So I do need to come out there. Something to look forward to. Yeah, All right, everybody. Thank you for having it. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you, too. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you as well. Make sure you like and share and do all that good stuff and spread the good word. We will see you at the next episode. Goodbye.